Welcome to the RevCast, the weekly podcast where we discuss real life issues and how to make sense of the chaotic crazy. I'm your host, Reverend Daniel Rogers, aka The Rev, and I've brought friends with us today, and as always, the most lovely, most gifted, and most talented, Miss Amanda Albright. Good morning, Miss Amanda. How are you today? Good morning, Rev. I'm happy to be with you. I'm super excited about who we've got with us today, so I am I just can't wait to dive right in. How are you today, I, Rev? I'm doing great, too. I've been looking forward to this episode. Anytime that we can get BCS students on this podcast, it is super, super exciting. So I'm really excited. Why don't you introduce our guest for us this morning? Yeah, we've got two graduating seniors with us, two of our many seniors that we are so proud of and so excited for. It's really an exciting time to watch people, to watch these seniors finish a a time of their lives, to watch them come to a finish line and also come to a starting line, right? Um, so today we have with us Mitchell Wybenga and Lauren Toft. Uh, both of these two have stepped into leadership at school and they've uh, they've led their peers really by stepping out on stage and like setting up events, organizing things, organizing other things for students to step into, but they've also just led through their character, the people that they are, inviting people into who they are. They're just a privilege to have with us, so we're excited. Yeah, it's super great to have both Mitchell and Lauren. I have had the privilege of walking alongside of both of these students over the past couple of years and seeing their lives and seeing their hearts for their fellow students as well as their heart for the Lord. And uh, man, I, I am really, really excited. Mitchell and Lauren, thank you so much for joining us this morning on the RevCast. And maybe you could begin by telling us a little bit about your overall experience at BC and going to school at BCS, how that's been, and maybe what your best memory that you'll be taking with you as you leave BCS. Yeah, well, I, if you can't tell, I'm Mitchell. So I've been at BCS since fourth grade. Um, and I came up kind of through the elementary school, junior high, and then into the high school. And I actually had uh, Miss Albright as my sixth grade teacher. And uh, But I think my overall BCS experience was just a fantastic one. And I think we can let Mr. DeYoung talk about the academics and all and the APs and all, all that good stuff. But I think the thing that uh, made my BCS experience was my connection to the group of people in my class and uh, in other grades. And then also my teachers, I think just having, having those connections um, kind of really made really made my high school experience. And uh, one of my I think my favorite memories is um, playing sports um, in high school, played football. Um, and uh, soccer. I had a one-year freshman year JV basketball, but I rode the bench. So we won't talk about that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, I think especially uh, in football and soccer, being a part of that those communities and uh, working hard with guys, and uh, you know seeing seeing your work come to fruition on the field and just all the interactions, traveling and on long bus rides, and just having a great time. I think the Sports, especially um, football, especially uh, kind of attested to the the community that you have at BCS, and uh, especially in those groups, is more like a brotherhood. Well, a little bit about like me coming to BCS. So I came here my junior year from a really big public high school. Um, so it was a really crazy transition for me because I had kind of I've gone to the um, same school as all my friends for like my whole life. So it was really like an interesting experience to have to make new friends and, and put myself out there like that. And so my junior year was kind of a tough one, but um, my senior year has been like 
one of the most amazing years of school probably ever. So I would say my favorite memory is, it's kind of a vague one, but I was walking, it was before class had started, and I was walking like through the um, courtyard and I had said hi to some people and like was talking to a teacher and then I was just walking by myself to my class and I was like thinking about it and I was like wow I really have a community here and like I just kind of realized it one day I was like I'm not alone here anymore and like I have people here and then that's probably my fondest memory because it was just a really nice moment of like okay God is faithful and and I felt like I would probably never fully fit in at this school. And here I am. And I have people here. So I think that's probably my favorite memory. Um, yeah. That's really awesome. I I know that both of you have overcome a lot of challenges um, at your time at BCS. Would you share a little bit about maybe some of those challenges and how you've seen the Lord kind of meet you in those challenges? Yeah, I can go. I can go first again. Um, at w- while I was at BCS, kind of one of my bigger life moments was uh, I was diagnosed with type one diabetes, and um, it's a it's a chronic disease, so it's going to be with me till there's a we figure out a cure. But um, it's also a manageable disease, so not on my way or anything. Don't fret. Um, but <laughs> I think so. That was a real that was a real game changer. I was in uh, seventh grade when that happened, and I think having I. Lauren talked about again like the community and having people around you that care about you and will look out for you has just made all the difference you know I've I've never experienced anybody you know thinking I couldn't do something because of my diabetes and the worst it's ever been is uh, the butt of a joke sometimes which I'm I'm usually the one making those jokes so it's really been actually a fantastic experience to have people around me who believe in me and will work around anything and believe that I can do what I what I want to do and and will help me overcome that Mitchell I'm wondering if you can even add on a little bit more and talk about your experience moving on to the football team because I know that that was part of your part of your journey part of your process there too right yeah for sure um so I joined the football team freshman year with some friends um and was working on well I so I joined and was playing and uh after my sophomore season it became a little difficult to uh to play um kind of at the at, at the level that um you know football is played at with um, diabetes. So in my junior year, me and coach worked something out so that I could, I still wanted to be a part of the team and a part of the guys. So we transitioned to a period of, I was a team manager and we, uh, you know, I helped the team out and traveled with them and did all that. And then um, my senior year rolled around and, you know, I was kind of antsy to get back into it, but um, obviously wanted to be safe and uh, wanted to, uh, you know, continue to, well, yeah, and make, make manage my diabetes well. And um, so we were, th- we were thinking about ways that uh, I could do that. And uh, it came about that we needed a, a place kicker and a punter, you know, the usually the smaller scrawny dude who, you know, gets in every once in a while, but, but I play stalker and I kind of got a, I don't want to brag, but I kind of got a big leg. And so I was actually just screwing around at practice and, uh, punted a ball pretty far. And, uh, coach green, coach Rev came up and were like, you know, you should, you should really consider being the kicker. You know, you're not, 
you're not going to be in every play and, uh, you know, taking the athletic toll that you have been, but um, it's going to, you know, you still be able to get in and suit up and be with the guys. And um, so we, I did, and uh, actually we had a pretty remarkable season and it was, uh, it was just a great experience all around. Lauren, you want to share about challenges? Yeah, totally. I think the biggest thing for me was coming from a really big school, Um, I had my sophomore year, I had kind of had a hard time academically and just in a lot of ways. And so at a big public school, teachers are managing like a huge number of students in every class. And so I was like having a really hard time and my teachers just didn't have like the energy or the resources to like care about that. And so when I came to BCS, I think the biggest thing that's shaped me has probably been how much the teachers actually care and like are willing to walk with you through pretty much anything. And so I found a really good community in the teachers. And I think it's really shaped me to recognize that like people, there are teachers that do really care and they, and people really care about my success as a person, not just academically, um, which is a really cool feeling. And that also kind of extends to the student body um, as I started to like make friends and, and um, be more involved in the community. I realized like, these people, they, they really care about, like, <clears throat> my spiritual life and my my academic and, like, emotional well-being as much as anything else. And so it's been really cool to find that community. And, like, I think it's given me eyes to be able to look for that as I go out into the world, to be able to look for a similar community, which um, I think is a really big gift. Oh, I love how you both have these super different stories of challenges, but you're both able to speak to speak to walking through different stories of this place. It's really beautiful. I want to know kind of along those same lines, but a little bit different through those challenges, through the opportunities, through like the favorite things that you've described, what do you think has been shaped and formed in you? What do you think has been um, kind of cultivated in you through your BCS experience that you're going to take forward as you go? I think uh, one thing that I that I that has really shaped in me is a willingness and a spirit of trying new things. I think, especially in a in a small community, there's a lot of different opportunities arise, and you have the the chance to be the kicker on the football team or do the silly overhead announcements with your best friend. And I think, like as a freshman coming in, I saw myself as more. I was a fun guy, but you know, I I thought I was pretty studious and um, pretty serious, and like, oh, I'm gonna be. But I think not that not that that has changed. But um, <laughs> but any teachers listening, I'm still working very hard. But I think that um, there's just there's so many different opportunities that arose for me to branch out and try new experiences and um, all of those things. Just and it so I, I really think going forward, like into college and stuff, I'm going to be more open to trying new things and new opportunities. So I think that that is really. Uh, in BCS in particular shaped me in that way and I think for me um, something that's been shaping me it's a little bit similar to Mitchell's but I've kind of been able to recognize talents that I have that I would probably be hesitant to act on so an example of that has been the chapel team I was pretty hesitant to um, get involved with that last year when I rev and I was like yeah I think I'm interested in doing that and then I kind of regretted it and I was like I don't want to sing in front of people but that has probably been my favorite thing about 
um, my senior year has been being able to um, gather in the mornings and, and hang out with people and learn from Mr. Tolson. And so it's also he has really drilled into me this like idea that you have talents, like whether you want to recognize them or not, you have talents and and they matter, um, which is when you're hearing it for the first time and like recognizing that it's a really big deal to hear that. Like there's things that make you unique that are really valuable to the community. And so hearing that constantly from my teachers and and from Mr. Tolson specifically has been a really big deal for me. Um, and it's really, it's really grown my confidence in my own abilities and just being able to um, advocate for myself and, and know my own strengths. Um, so I think that's really been shaped in me um, in this last year. Well, I'm so glad you did decide to step up and take that risk. It has been a joy to have you singing and leading us in the chapel team. Yeah, no doubt. Well, this is so good. We're talking today with BCS seniors Mitchell Wabinga and Lauren Toft about their time at BCS. Hey, this is hard work here, friends, so we're going to grab some milk and cookies and take a short break. And when we come back, we'll keep the conversation going. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? Jacob Robley here, along with my friend Reese Foley, and we want to encourage you to check out the Spiritual Life resource page on the BCS website at bellevuechristian.org slash spiritual life. Reese, have you seen this? You bet, Jacob. There's some great stuff there. The Revcast with Rev and Miss Albright is so cool. They are the bomb. They invite people within the BCS community to help us make sense of the chaotic, crazy season that we're in. Jacob, have you seen the Jamcast? Oh yeah, that's my jam. Oh, actually, you and me, Reese, and the other students in the chapel leadership class get together to put it together every week for our elementary school students and their parents to have a virtual chapel experience. Yeah, and I don't know if you know, Jacob, but you can also find an awesome weekly devotion. I actually saw that this morning. It's posted every week, and this is something you can do on your own or with a friend or with the whole family. Yeah, and I hear there's even more stuff coming. So go check out the Spiritual Life resource page at bellychristian.org slash spiritual life. Welcome back to the Revcast, a weekly podcast where we discuss real-life issues trying to make sense of the chaotic crazy. I'm your host, The Rev, and we're here with the lovely Miss Amanda Albright, and we're talking today with BCS seniors Mitchell Wabinga and Lauren Toft about their experience at BCS. And Mitchell and Lauren, uh, I... I wonder if you might have for your class members behind you who are going to end up being seniors in the coming years, what words of advice would you give to them? For words of advice from kind of the starting line of something totally different, um, I think I would say probably don't take yourself too seriously Mm -hmm. um, because we were just talking about this on the on the break, but um, being comfortable with yourself and and kind of being able to know your own heart and and know what's going on um, in your own life before you get out and are and like are striving for things. I think it's really important, and it's a really important skill for you know being able to advocate for yourself in the in the real world. Um, and I haven't always been great at that, so learning how to express you know what I need and what I'm, what I'm 
going for in terms of my future. I think that's probably one of the most important things that you can you can be good at because the world is, you know, it's not as catered to you as the BCS community is. And like the world isn't as, you know, loving and, and um, accepting. And so it's really important to be able to advocate for yourself and, and say, this is what I'm, this is what I want and I'm going to work hard for it. But I also know that, you know, I'm a human being and I, I just don't take myself too seriously. Um, so yeah, I think that's what I would say. That's really good, Lauren. Being okay with your humanity, being comfortable in your own skin, and being able to advocate for yourself. That's really good. How about you, Mitchell? Well, I, I think, uh, I know I've got a Marika Wybinga little shout out as a freshman right now. Cassie Wybinga, my other sister, is a seventh grader. I think about them um, and the opportunities that they have before them. And I think this kind of, kind of, piggybacks off what Lauren was saying about being comfortable in your own skin. But um, on top of that, just just going for things, just trying new things. And, um, you know, you can never be too too cool for school. I think you're going to get the best high school experience out of uh, out of when you and your classmates come together and act silly and fun at a homecoming game or uh, go to the dances and just have a good time. And I think there's so many opportunities to bond with other people. And so I, you got to take those. I think for me, one of those was, uh, one of those struggling, those struggles was Cantor. I Lauren talked about, uh, chapel band. This is on the Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays that we do Cantor. It's a choir. Um, we meet at seven ten, And so I almost did not do Cantor. I'll admit because I, I like my sleep. And so, but I, I'm so glad that I didn't choose against it just to get an extra hour of sleep because that's a that's another small community that has really you know shaped me um, in a positive way and being able to go in in the morning and sing praise songs and cor- choral music and have some fun with good friends and uh, good directors is was just a fantastic opportunity so I think there's so many of those out there and um, you never know what God has in store for you so you may try and fail but I think uh, I think it's worth it in the end so. Um, if you have success, if you'll have some success stories. And I think those are the more important ones. Well, it's so fun to like reflect with you and look back on all the different things. I'm wondering now if we can, we can dream with you a little bit. You're in such an exciting time. You're looking forward. You've got all of, yeah, you're, you're at a starting line, right? You're looking ahead to all of these different possibilities. So let us dream with you a little bit. What do you hope for? What do you dream for as you look at life after BCS? You know, I was uh, talking with some friends the other day about this, um, and we were saying that it's it's really exciting to not know what's what's going to happen. And you know, obviously, we we all have our hopes and dreams of hitting those life different life milestones, graduating college, getting married, all all those first jobs, all that all that fun those life moments. But I think what I've found kind of is the most exciting thing for my future is that. I don't really know what's going to go down. I don't really know what's uh, what's going to happen, you know, and I have a general plan and I, you know, I have some direction and I've prayed about that and I feel called towards where I'm going, Westmont and kind of the, the track that I want to be on. But, you know, I think the exciting thing is you never know what life's going to throw at you and you never know what's going to happen. And so I imagine I'll be in a completely different situation than I think I will be now. And so it's almost even hard not not to hope and dream but like to give specifics on that because you you know it's 
it's crazy what life will give you and you know so you never know and god has a plan for you and you don't know which direction he's going to take you because it's usually a roundabout way or at least you think it's a roundabout way but um you know it, it you, you you always end up where you're gonna where you're supposed to be and god takes you there so um i think just trusting in that and having faith in in a good future i think is is exciting it's lovely how about you lauren what are you looking forward to what are your hopes and dreams and excitements okay well i haven't really um this is kind of a unique point of view because i haven't really um committed anywhere yet so i still have some options and i'm still kind of praying and and thinking about what i want to do but i think in general i can say that i i hope i am willing to take risks in the future and willing to accept change because you know i have my idea of what i what i'm interested in right now but i'm also pretty comfortable with the idea that that might change um as i you know go through the whole college experience and lots of people change their majors lots of people do a full 180 and they you know maybe even drop out of college. I hope I don't drop out of college, but I um, I think overall I would just really like to find myself in a place where I can accept change and, and handle it really gracefully. Um, and with my first reaction being trusting God with what the change is, um, because I think a lot of times when we're, when we're um, in the face of change, we kind of, we ask God for like understanding and clarity and we were talking about this in Senate, but what we really need to be asking for is trust because we're not going to get all the answers. And so that's something that I really hope that I am able to continue growing in is being able to ask for trust first and understanding second, um, because I'm not the one who needs to be in control of things. And I don't need to understand everything to still trust God and, and move forward in it with grace and, um, and hope. So, yeah. That's really awesome. One thing that I think about that I love about our God is that he is a God of promises, you know, mm-hmm. and his promise is, is that he will do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ever ask or imagine. Ephesians chapter three, mm-hmm. verse 20, 21. But that, that is our God. You know, and so therefore we can take risk, we can trust him, and we can believe that the future is bright and the best is yet to come. That's a result of that. So good stuff, dear friends. Mitchell and Lauren, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you guys. Revcast. It's great to have you. Hey, friends, if you've enjoyed this episode, would you drop us a quick email with comments or maybe a question or ideas about upcoming episodes at revcast at bellevuechristian.org? Wouldn't that be great to hear from our listeners, Miss Amanda? You know it, Rev. So that's that at email address again, folks. You can drop us a line at revcast at bellevuechristian.org. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes for your listening ease. You nailed it. Good I job. know. I was, think- <laughs> I was thinking really hard. <laughs> Good stuff. Hey, what do we have next week on the Revcast? Yes, Rev, next week we have Three Points Elementary School Principal Vicki Britton and teacher Katie Davis. And they'll be talking with us about how parents and students can enjoy their summer break without their brains going to mush. How to continue learning through the break. 
much brain is not good. So yep. that'll be a great episode. That'll be a great episode. Well, friends, thanks for tuning in to this week's RevCast. And we'll see you back here next week where we'll discuss real life issues and making sense of the chaotic crazy. So until next time, the Lord bless you and keep you. Don't do anything that we wouldn't do. Have clean hands and a clean heart. Remember, we love you. And Jesus, and Jesus loves you, loves you even, even more. more. <laughs> hey, good stuff. Y'all wouldn't believe how many times it took me last week to say iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. I didn't know what they were called. I'm not very tech savvy. So it was all over the place. The Google app. The Apple app. Oh, my gosh. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs>